0: As Pittsburgh focuses on the future of development, it has to look to its past, meaning its old, empty lots. 90.5 WESA's Sarah Kovash shares how developers are finding creative solutions to rebuilding on some less than ideal properties for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. Over the past few decades, the city of Pittsburgh has demolished Thousands of buildings. Some were damaged by fire, others were neglected by their owners for years. Now, Pittsburgh has an estimated 13,000 vacant lots. And as people are increasingly drawn to the city, these old properties are being built on again.
1: You know, Pittsburgh is growing in population again, but we're down um, almost half of our population from the peak. Uh, in, in the 50s. So while we are growing again and it's a very exciting time for Pittsburgh, you know, population patterns are changing.
0: That's Maura Kennedy. She's the director of the city's Department of Permits, Licenses, and Inspections, which assesses these forgotten buildings and decides whether to condemn and demolish them. Though it may seem easy to just knock over an old building no one's using, it can be a tough decision for the city. First off, it's expensive, costing as much as ten dollars to $20,000 to take down one structure. Anne Kennedy says it's important to think of the impact to the surrounding properties, and more broadly the community. Peter Kreuthmeyer is an architect who's familiar with rebuilding on these demolished sites. Currently he's working on a building in Garfield's commercial district for a couple who plans to have a law firm on the first floor and a residence above it.
2: So here we are in Penn Avenue at the site in this kind of canyon between two buildings.
0: They're building in an up-and-coming neighborhood on a lot that used to be home to a bar, but it was torn down 10 years ago and left behind as a pile of rubble littered with trash and tattered old clothing. Often, when these old buildings are destroyed, what's left behind, whether intentionally or as a matter of course, can get dumped essentially into a hole in the ground. For decades, contractors would throw the debris, things like walls, bricks, and even appliances from a building, into the basement and top it with a little dirt.
2: And sometimes you find old refrigerators and old furniture and, you know, uh, kind of a treasure hunt.
0: That type of fill is cumbersome, making it more expensive and difficult to excavate. Because of this, when people rebuild, it sometimes takes a creative approach. For this project, Kreuthmeier says he has to work around the existing foundation. It means he'll leave the old basement where it is and build a new one inside it, like a box within a box, he says.
2: Because when we excavate for this, we don't want to disturb the neighbors to the left or right. So keeping that existing found, existing basement wall in place um, was something that our, our structural engineers uh, felt very strongly about.
0: Fortunately, it's helpful to this project, and it won't change the cost of building by much. That's not the case for Eric McDonald, who's building what he hopes will be his retirement house in Garfield. He purchased five vacant adjoining properties from the city. But the possibility of excavating five foundations and shutting off utility hookups is setting back his project by tens of thousands of dollars.
2: I, I go to the bank and you're know, getting your loan for $300,000 or whatever it is, and then go back and say, I can't finish the second floor because I had to spend $40,000 on site site work or site prep.
0: Kennedy realizes this is a problem. That's why last year, the city updated its standards, for the first time in 25 years, for what contractors can and cannot do when demolishing a building. Uh,
1: So we have completely revamped that to make sure that we are leaving the neighborhood in a better place than when we found it.
0: Before, she says, the city just didn't have a clear guide as to demolition procedure. Some contractors left behind messes and, without clear standards, the city couldn't hold them accountable. Now there are clear rules, Kennedy says.
1: We require all fill in the void to be clean. So uh, you can put some of the inner block or things like that in the hole, uh, but not organic material or debris like that.
0: Contractors also have to use a certain kind of fill in topsoil with seed to prevent weeds from overtaking the lot and grading requirements to, say, help manage stormwater runoff. These steps may seem small, but Kennedy says it's helping the city prepare for growth and development. She says her department really tries to consider the future of each lot and how that shapes the city's methods going forward, hopefully with less demolitions. Um, In a perfect
1: world, the city would not be doing demolitions because owners would be taking care of their properties themselves.
0: And thinking ahead is important because, as Kreuthmeyer says, development is cyclical.
2: You know, there's only so much great address in a great neighborhood to go around, and, um, and that's why it makes sense, you know, if a building is at the end of its economic life, um, the site's still valuable, so what do you do about that? And uh, you know, re, uh, putting new buildings in, in existing sites is, oh my god, it's been happening since the Romans.
0: I'm Sarah Kovash, 90.5 WESA News.